Hello, dear friends, and welcome to live session on Alatra TV UK channel. Nowadays, the Creative Society project is becoming more and more popular with each day because the time of change has come. The time to change our society from the consumers orientated to the creative one. We are going to discuss how we envision such a society of the new creative format where human beings are fundamental unit of society, where every person really can feel happy and really can feel safe. My name is Ava and my co-host for today is Anne. She's going to tell you more about our project and introduce our lovely guest. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to our today's broadcast. The Creative Society Project has been launched on the platform of the Alatra International Public Movement, and this project has as its aim to build creative society purely by peaceful means and in the shortest time possible. You can find all the information about this project on the official website of alatraunites.com. Currently, uh, our project is at the informational stage. You will see when you go to the website that there are actually three stages. And now we are on the first one, which is the informational stage, where the participants of this project and of the latter movement are interviewing people all over the world and are spreading the word about the Creative Society project to every person on the planet. And it is our pleasure today to, in the, <laughs> as a part of the spreading of the information, to welcome our today's guest, Cam Dehal. And I will tell you just a couple of words about our guest. Cam is Vice Principal and Business Development at the College Group. She's also the founder of Cam Dehal Yoga and has been delivering mindfulness, mentoring, and yoga techniques for over 25 years. Welcome to the program, Cam, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation. And my first question will be super easy. Could you just please tell us a little bit about your background and also what inspired you to work in these fields, in the fields of education and in the fields of yoga? Good morning. It's fantastic um, to be here um, at this forum. And thank you for the wonderful introduction. Um, I think um, uh, life's always a journey, isn't it? And you often find yourself where you perhaps hadn't predicted to be. Um, so I would say to everybody out there, that's a good thing. Um, you know, where you're meant to be, you will find yourself because your passions will take you there. And I always wanted to work in education. Um, ever since I was a small child, I used to make my younger brother be my student and I was his teacher. <laughs> much to his horror. Um, but as I got older, it was something I really wanted to do. But I have to say, I lacked a lot of confidence as a young child. I was very shy um, and I felt, um, I just felt very scared. And the thought of sort of delivering to a classroom, I never realized those ambitions. And that kind of came later um, in my lifetime. I started studying yoga. Um, just as a, a benefit, as an interest, like most people do. Do you mm -hmm. go to the gym um, or do you go to yoga? I'm a bit lazy physically. <laughs> so um, I went to the gym and I thought, no, this isn't my cup of tea. And I started doing yoga and I found um, some slight transformational aspects happening in my life. And mm -hmm. it, in a nutshell, it gave me a bit of confidence. And so I found myself here in education. I've been in education 25 years. 
Um, I am a vice principal. I moved from um, being a teacher of psychology and sociology um, to now working with employers. And my job now is uniting young people with employers so that they can realize their dreams and careers. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? It's so much uh, like experience you have in so different fields, but they actually connecting mm -hmm. yoga and teaching the both education, so connecting. And most amazingly, it's just uh, you connect with so many people, the young children and uh, other people together, and as you say, employment and rest of it. So thank you so much, Kam, for all your history and uh, for your stories. Well. And now we would like to ask our technical support to show us a little video about the history of our project as well. So please. This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. Thank you. And, uh, you know, come nowadays, as more people speak about in order to change the format of our society, we all have to unite and create something beautiful and uh, create some comfortable conditions for living for people. And I'd like to ask you that question, how do you envision the creative society where you, your family and everyone would live in happiness, prosperity and feel safe? Could you please tell us your vision of our future? Um, wow, it's, it's a great um, opportunity, really, this forum to um, share that vision. And I think at the heart of it, it's yoga, really. Um, my vision is that um, people do feel more connected, but they kind of get time to um, self-care. You know, we hear this a lot, don't we, that we should take time out for ourselves. But I think we don't. Mm -hmm. And what happens is ever since we're kind of really young, and we're focusing on ambitions and things that we've got to achieve. And it's this constant flow. And although it's a, a fantastic aspiration to be the best you can be, it's very competitive and it can be very divisive. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, a creative society is getting people to learn um, a core skill. How do they connect with themselves? So when you learn all these wonderful things when you're growing up, you learn things at home, you learn things in education. I think we should be taught mindfulness um, because what that does is it connects your breathing, your, your physical body, it connects you with nature and it connects you with other people. Um, the, the, the key problem that we have at the moment is people don't seem to feel that connected holistically. And more importantly, it's not considered the most important value 
So I think it's mm -hmm. really important that we understand our place in the universe and that we can be really powerful if we see the kind of connection and spirituality in each other rather mm -hmm. than the differences in each other. And I think that teamwork then in seeing something more powerful than ourselves and seeing that we can be empowered to have a good life to fulfill our ambitions but to take people with us and that's our family members that's colleagues at work and not to feel that life is this competitive and divisive society and I think more than ever now this pandemic is a really uh, key and fundamental opportunity on a global scale that people can see that connectivity because we're human and regardless to whether you're wealthy or not wealthy, you're male, you're female, um, whatever you do for a living, this pandemic, for example, can affect every single one of us. And I, I hope it's brought that human aspect to us. So for me, a creative society is a mindful and conscious society that's looking out for each other and ourselves. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful. And yes, it's, uh, we have um, this uh, human values, isn't it? Compassion, kindness, friendship. And we need to respect each other, uplift each other, help each other in anything possible we can. And you're right, maybe yoga could actually play a big role in the unification of people and understanding. We're all connected. We're all the same as one big human family. Thank you. And I think so. Thank you. It needs to be taught um, I think it needs to be taught in schools um, you know I think yes. mindfulness and compassion and you know um, consideration and sensitivity should be taught in schools rather than if you're expected to have it naturally within you um, it should mm -hmm. be an accidental thing um, we don't think that cooking or being able to service your car um, is a natural thing. So why should these key values be considered as natural? They need to be taught and they need to be taught as a paramount, a very important life skill. And if they're not taught, uh, sadly, they, they get missed and we have gaps in society. So much agree with you, absolutely. And you just reminded me that I've read about some experiment that was conducted in school with all, so they had like some bunch of kids who were behaving very poorly. They had bad grades, they didn't really fit in. So had all these, the whole huge list of problems sort of. And instead of like just yelling at them or, you know, just sending them home or something like that, the school decided to conduct an experiment, so to say, and just teach these uh, kids some yoga so just to teach them to relax to calm their mind just to sit you know quietly as you said to connect with yourself just to yeah have a grasp on things in general and they were amazed by the results so much that actually these kids who were just troubled before that they didn't know what to do with them they all became you know more peaceful just yeah. normal not even just normal you know in in their behavior but they become you know joyful and peaceful and calm and they the results impressed them so much that they actually went and decided to, as you said, to have this class for all of the kids who wanted it. And yeah, and this just teaches us how much education, you know, what an important role it plays in the role of the society. Because exactly as you said, it, it is, we're expected <laughs> to be good human beings and, you know, to know everything just from the birth, but it doesn't happen this way. A lot of what we are is what we were taught to be. So 
especially with your enormous amount of experience in the field of education. I'm very excited to ask you the question, how do you envision the field of education in the creative society? What should be changed there? What is, what is the ideal educational system as you see it? Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, as part of the curriculum. So, you know, at the moment, um, learning maths and English are fundamental parts of the curriculum. Um, and then you have other aspects of it, a vocational skill. You know, all these things build what they call life skills because without a language, without mathematics, you're unable to communicate and be safe. Um, and you're unable to get a job, that they become gaps. But I think from primary school, young people should be taught mindfulness. They should be taught um, the values of looking after their diet, their health, why it's important and what happens when they're mean to each other and cruel mm -hmm. to each other, how that affects not only the other person, but they should be taught how that affects them. Because every time you're mean to somebody else, you're carrying that burden um, of that behavior. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. should be taught that these things aren't just um, things to, to do that are great. They should be taught the connectivity between well-being, compassion and science and neurology. So they did um, a number of researches on monks when they meditate and they realize that um, when you meditate that the um, the the lining of you have gray matter in your um, neurology you know your your brain is mm -hmm. made of all, all different types of senses but the thickness of the um of, of the layers of the brain are improved through meditation and um, your sensory perception and your um, ability to learn improves so it's not only being decent human beings I think would be really key at the curriculum but it would help people to learn better you know so many young people suffering stress at a very young age and they say that um, the education system's adding more stress on young people because of all these different exams they have to have but if you were taught a technique um, and how to manage stress and how to learn more effectively, how to retain information more retained. Wouldn't that be a brilliant life skill? Nobody ever mm -hmm. told me that when I broke up in a relationship or, you know, um, when I don't get that job, the first job I go for, or when a friend, a lifelong friend um, is no longer connected with me, or if there is a bereavement, nobody has taught me those skills and yet as a human being I'm going to have every bit of one of those experiences aren't we we're all going to have those experiences so I would say that I would like the curriculum changed and it should be there from primary and it should be uh, led by government government should say mindfulness um, and being a decent person and uh, managing all these mental health issues that we have learn to manage it early and learn the tools mm. so when you need it later like when you need maths like when you need english to write something <laughs> you need those skills your whole life so i would change the curriculum that would be my first wish it sounds amazing because right, these life skills is important, but combines them with uh, all the meditations and um, all other techniques is really important as well. To learn us, us actually how to be a human, how to behave as a human is really important. And uh, how to take off stress peacefully, let's say that, and not violently. That's right. just really, really important as well. So we, we should think about what we can do in the future. Because children is the first cell of society and schools is uh, the place 
where they have to learn certain things. Yes. It's the starting point. Um, but, you know, when you look at correction places like prisons and things, um, I think, again, um, we know that the reforms used in prison, we know that the, um, the levels of reoffending are really, really high. So we know that whatever we're doing there in the prison system or the rehabilitation system, whatever we want to call it, isn't working. So again, if I had my creative vision then, I would like to see um, all of them doing mindfulness, yoga, doing all those things because some of those people haven't had good experiences and then society judges them. So then you have this kind of recycle of the same sorts of behavior, you know, um, and society can be good person, bad person. And, you know, and you can be labeled for life. So I think we should have much more of this kind of correction in places that we're just throwing money at. And it's actually not solving the problem. Yes, thank you. Because uh, it's, it's true, isn't it? Education is a key for world peace. Because we all need to learn not just the basic education, but as we already speak, the other part of it as well. And it um, doesn't matter where the person is, it doesn't matter what age is that obvious need to learn something new and the life skills is very important as well and i think even if you have opposing uh, political views you know what we see on the political platform um is not good to want to have wars with each other because you disagree on points um you know we know how dangerous it is and how it affects people's lives so we've got to teach people a way of being able to communicate with respect without it having to be detrimental on communities lives and people because it's the mm -hmm. individuals that then get affected by big decisions that are made where emotions could have been managed more intelligently mm -hmm. thank you Kam. yes you're absolutely right and uh, you're a remarkable person and you start uh, teaching, you start your career from teaching and then you move to the companies and then working with young children and just to improve employment as well. And we know you founded your own school, which is absolutely fantastic and uh, it's just amazing. Your passion is for everything you do. You can see this passion. And um, we know that you met so many people and speaking actually now about those uh, simple human relations. You know, my question will be about that as well. So my next question is going to be about human relations. What do you think they should be based on? Competition or cooperation? And how to create atmosphere conditions, like, you know, like harmonial conditions at the workplace so person, everyone can feel comfortable at the workplace? I think um, I think I think competition um, is healthy, but I think it's been given a bad name. So when we think of competition now, we think of people being selfish um, and ruthless. And actually, we should change that. You should have competition within yourself. What is it that you want to achieve? Because I was always brought up to be the best that you can be, but be passionate about the thing that you want to be good. Don't just do something because somebody else told you to do it. And then because you're miserable in it, you make everybody else miserable. And um, that's what I've noticed um, that happens in work. So you, you've got to sometimes be a bit brave and uh, pick something you want. So then cooperation comes in. Because I think if you, if you do things under the right values and the right principles, and you know how to manage maybe negativity, you're, you will be much better at um, cooperating with other people, being more open, 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, as a manager, I have to face, um, you know, I'd like to think that I have a fantastic team. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. I have an amazing team, very proud of them. And they're an excellent team. Um, and they've been rated outstanding for the last couple of years. And do you know what makes um, that team outstanding? They're just really respectful of, uh, of each other. They're very mm-hmm. good. They all have different talents. And do you know what's great is each of those talents are different from each other, but that's what makes the team perfect. So they don't compete with each other. They kind of compete with themselves. I want to be able to do this. We want to do this <laughs> well. And I think that's really helped um, manage sort of decent human beings in a healthy workplace, in a work mm-hmm. environment where they want to come to work and that they can be open when the day is bad. They can say, Cam, I'm having a bad day, you know, and nothing's going right. And they don't feel <laughs> bad about that. So I think we need to be, by being honest and being hardworking, it's different to being somebody who is in a place, being competitive, because they're worried that they're not gonna keep that place. And unfortunately, society's become about people that are in jobs that they don't want to be in sometimes. And then they get um, then their emotions take over themselves and then they're competing to stay in the job. And then that doesn't add to cooperation. So I would say be passionate and a bit brave about some of the things that you want to do. And the other thing I would say is always have um, somebody in your life that you respect and that you trust mm-hmm. and make them be your champion. You know, when you get your bad days, <laughs> that they go, go for it. You know, you're good. You know, you can do it. Because I think everybody needs somebody like that. So I think that's important in terms of that corporation. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's so inspiring, so wonderful. And we have one more interesting fact that we found about you. And it's that you also have Master of Science in Epidemiology. And so you're familiar very well with the field of healthcare. And thus, we would also like you to comment on what do you think healthcare should be in a creative society? And the most important thing is what values and goals it should serve. Wow. Um, now, when I first did my um, uh, master's in epidemiology, I found um, a, a, an important thing. Um, there were lots of various tests done with patient care and the interaction between doctors, nurses, their family and the rate of recovery. And mm-hmm. did you know that you could have the same patients having the same operation with the same kind of sort of biological, physiological aspect, and one can very easily recover better than the next. Mm -hmm. And they did this sample of lots of different patients um, up and down the country. And they realized that the, um, the key to faster recovery was that interaction. If that doctor took time out to explain your condition and was kind to you, Mm -hmm. if the nurse took time out and was kind to you, maybe, told you a joke or made you laugh, if your family came in to see you, that improved your recovery rate. So isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. But what I've learned about healthcare is, so if I could change that, I would say that, you know, nurses and people that work in care, 
um, you know, and, and, and everything's done on a unit basis. How quickly can somebody's bed be changed with somebody else? And I know there's so much, there's, there's so many issues around finances and I, and I do understand that. But if you were going to give me a magic wand and so pretend that wasn't an issue, <laughs> what would you do? I would say just as much time on, uh, you know, uh, the anatomy, um, science and medicine um, just as much time should be spent on social interaction because mm -hmm. that will recover people and make the people feel positive um, optimistic and will improve their recovery rates so that's isn't that another fascinating aspect how medicine yoga being calm <laughs> connected makes a difference to people's lives so connected yeah it's all connected the brain what we think about us as our mental health and our physical health as well. This is why it's very important. Some simple kind word can just make miracles, really. Those people. I don't think people Thank realize so that. I think they just yeah. think it's a bland thing. But, you know, um, if you look at kind of uh, vibrations and voices and healing, just what you say, when you say positive things, you put energy out in the environment and that's positive. If you don't say nice things, you're putting negative stuff out in the environment. So yeah, my, my one thing would be is that we, we do need to be more thoughtful um, mm -hmm. about the impact of our actions because they do have um, quite an impact and let's make that impact more positive in our interactions. You know, come just now when we speak about feelings, about values, and uh, what actually we all inside of us, yeah, how simply kind words can do the miracles to us. And bring me to another question to you. Based on your experience, uh, you met so many different people and you worked in so many different fields as well. I'd like to ask is that what do you think unites all of us, regardless of nationality, religion, social status, and so on? What we all have in common? is um, that we're human beings. Um, that's the first thing. I think sometimes we forget that. And I think what unites us um, is that we're human beings living in a world and um, uh, we have every single one of us is the same. You know, um, I, I'm a great believer in that, um, you know, that with each and every single one of us is the core concept of yoga is what binds, yoga actually means by the way union, a jaw mm -hmm. ah, is union to bind. So um, I think that every single one of us is connected. Um, you know, we are all one and we are connected to the universe, the air that we breathe, we're all connected to all of that. So it, it's a human being aspect. We are all human being and everything else we can use as divisions and we're living and we're breathing um, and we're well, some of us, and some of us are not well. And so within that is um, just a responsibility, but I've met lots of different people and they're all human. And what makes us human is we feel we have good days, we have bad days, we have successful days, we have days of celebration. Um, and every single one of us is going through the same journey, aren't we? We want to be safe. We want to be happy. Um, and you know, key values are so important, I think, is what combines us. We focus more on the higher values. But you know that if we don't have shelter, food, the feeling mm -hmm. of safety, um, you know, that that then affects our health and affects our life so human being is a fundamental thing that i would say with i've met great people um and i would say that every person has a potential to be a decent fantastic person but what what what's different between human beings is their, their level of confidence 
and their level of ability. So let's make everybody have a better chance of um, succeeding rather than thinking um, it's only for some people or not. So let's remind ourselves we're humans. Thank you so much. Thank Everything you so much. you're describing, this this wonderful for world for everybody, where every every single person, regardless of anything at all, feels safe, feels happy, feels joyful, feels protected, feels that he or she has the potential to do whatever he or she wants, all these things and so many more other ones are exactly what the project of Creative Society is all about. And I would like to tell our viewers a little bit more about this project mm, and ask our technical support maybe to show us the video about it. Yes, thank you. Uh, so we've already mentioned that all the information is on our official website, alatreunites.com. And also there, you can find an article about the eight foundations of Creative Society and three stages uh, of how it's going to be built. And these eight foundations, they weren't just invented by somebody or something like that. They These this is pretty much the summary of the millions of interviews conducted by the participants of a latter international public movement with people all over the world. And this is exactly the answer to the question of what unites all of us, because these are some basic, you know, values, basic desires that we as humans all want and crave and deserve. And you can read the full version on the website. Uh, but now we know that Cam is familiar already with these stages and the foundations and this article. And we would like uh, to ask you, please comment on them. What, what do you think about these eight foundations? Do they resonate with you? Maybe one of them somehow jumps at you, you know, more than the others. And, you know, you feel that's more important. Just, yeah, share your feelings about them. I think they're, they're really key. I mean, um, the, the aspects or the, the pillars start with, you know, um, human life. And sometimes I think we forget, we, um, we start picturing who we are. Our identity gets misunderstood. So I think our identity as human beings need to be important. It sounds um, quite uh, crude, but, you know, we come into this world on our own um, mm -hmm. and we leave on our own. And we're only here for a certain period of time. We are not immortal. Um, so I think that's a really fundamental one. Um, I think human freedom, you know, I think the, the, the pandemic has made us realize that, you know, when you go out and you meet people and you hug people, <laughs> people never really appreciated hugging. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing someone, my gosh, that's a <laughs> fundamental pillar and it's there. Um, safety, you know, I um, thank God that um, I can go to sleep and I'm safe, but not everybody in our society can. And, you know, I, that's where I think the collectivity is really, really important. It can't be, it's important that you keep yourself confident and safe and are positive, but, you know, charity work, a community work is really, really important. Mm -hmm. So we take people with us. Um, I think the, the creative... Um, ideology that I talked about um, education and inspiring people mm -hmm. to some of these things is really really important please educators and it's not for schools by the way I work in FE further education and I have to say we give everyone a second third fourth chance we're really into life long learning but I think that principle in life should be shared from primary school for the reasons I've said um, I think mm -hmm. young mental health is um, amongst the increase it's really, really bad. You're hearing of young people self-harming. 
Um, you, know, you see 75% um, uh, of males uh, uh, suicide are male. There are major things going on um, in society that needs our support and safety. And I think justice, when things go wrong, isn't it important that we think that we have a fair process, mm -hmm. that not some people have it more fair than others, because these are the things that make us begin to start devaluing life. Mm -hmm. So I think all of the pillars uh, for me are really, really important. And uh, I, I think on a last note, having people in power that are responsible, maybe they should do a crash course on the, um, the eight pillars. <laughs> um, um, and maybe be fundamental to politics. Because I think people start really well in politics, but I think ego um, comes in the way. And in yoga, you're taught to manage your ego, the I. So I think mm -hmm. maybe um, in politics, if we could have another one, <laughs> actually <laughs> self-governing. Um, I think if we could have a society where we just say, look, when you, when you get power, comes great mm -hmm. responsibility. Remember to be human. Remember to be nice and remember to be fair. If we had that mantra, a repetition of our life's value, then I think we wouldn't have some of the some of the fundamental structural issues we can have amongst different countries. So I think the pillars mm -hmm. all of them are very valuable. Thank you so much. Yes, and you're right. We are humans. We have rights for everything, for clean and safe water. We have rights for food and shelter. We have rights to feel safe and happy and uh, just to have all the basic necessities we need. And we can do it, and we can create a better world we all deserve to live in. And we would like now to show you a short video from the conference, was United We Can, which is was on the 20th of December, 2020. And um, after that, we're gonna ask you some question about this. So, <laughs> can I have technical support, please put this video now. Aliens came to Earth. At first, they flew around it. So everything. And then decided to talk to the people on Earth. They asked, why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like? and show where you get it in space. Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. We print it ourselves. Yourselves? said the aliens. Yes. After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings. Yes, it's a shocking and sad reality, but kind of funny, but not a good point, because it's a joke on us right now as a humanity. And uh, I'd like to ask you that question, Come, What do you think? Is it necessary for us as humanity to change the format of society we live in, from the consumerist base to the creative one? 
And uh, what do you think uh, this change is important? Why do you think so? Massive. Um, I think if anything, um, the pandemic's taught us about, um, I think because only people can do walks now. So they started connecting a little bit about how important those walks are. And if you remember in lockdown one, all these wonderful animals and creatures and birds, they came out, they sang, um, they were quite happy we were in lockdown. Um, so I think, um, so I think we need to look after our environment more. We overconsume, um, we eat too much um, of unnecessary things. And um, even the way that we, um, I don't eat me, but even the way that people sort of consume food and the way that we look after animals um, it's really, really bad. And then we wonder why we get sick from eating these foods. because It's all fast, 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 quick, quick, quick. Um, even are people wearing masks, they're not wearing, um, you, know, uh, um, you know, biodegradable ones or ones that they can rewash. You're seeing all these things being thrown around. So I think we've got to respect, going back to being human beings and being respectful, we've got to respect all of life. Mm -hmm. um, around us and you know we sh we shouldn't be um disposing loads of garbage i mean it it's a key thing but we do the amount of sort of rubbish that we consume so i think we have to be a bit more considerate with the water that we use so many people waste water it's a real th there are so many people um on this planet that do not have access to water and it's just become an automatic thing and i think some young people don't even know where you know the foods that they where they come from or how they're grown <laughs> they just think they come in packets from um particular supermarkets so um i think that it's a really really important video um in terms of the way that we are, if we're going to have a future, we've had these programs on with global warming. These are all major things um, that are happening in the planet. The planet's a bit upset um, at the moment with us. And you can tell that the seasons aren't the seasons anymore. Um, and this is disturbing um, our fundamentals of our planet. It's disturbing the animal kingdom. It's disturbing nature. And um, I think we have got responsibility, every single one of us in our households mm -hmm. has got responsibility in making sure that we don't waste. It's a, it's a very greedy form of behavior um, and very selfish. And again, we need to, instead of just our households, we need to connect on, how, where is this rubbish going? Because I don't think people connect with, once they've thrown something in the bin, where does it go? And I think people need some lessons on the journey of some of this stuff. And often it just goes into landfill. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's not a good thing. So I think it's really, really important for the preservation of our future. And it's sad that the joke's on us with the aliens going, what are these people doing? But unfortunately, that is our position. Yes, thank you so much. I totally agree with you. It's our responsibility and it all depends on everyone, each of us. And so many crises now in the world. The human relation is actually in crisis as well because people not even understand how to live in harmony and peace together on this little planet. And as you said today, we only have limited time on this planet and we have to do our best to do something. So live for next generations, preserve for them and rebuild something beautiful for them. It's very important and also be in harmony with the nature and everything around us should respect each other and help each other every single thing is possible. Thank you so much and all your opinions. It's very important. Yeah, and what you're saying about <clears throat> the format, yeah, the consumer society, I think what it does, like the basic, 
the basic problem with that is that it divides us. It divides everything. Like today we've talked about how everything is connected, how, how we need, we lack this holistic approach to everything. And it just starts like with every part of our lives, how, yeah, we get the education, but we don't really get any basic education and it's all connected because then we go and we become not very good people. As you said, we don't care about the planet. We don't so much care about each other. We're just, you know, don't learn that. And that it also, you know, is related to everything else. And even in the production and everything else, yeah, we see there is no, you know, connection, a holistic approach. Somebody produces, you know, something and yeah, and something goes to waste when there are other places when it's lacking, you know, if we just united, if we had this togetherness in everything we do, we could just, yeah, like, I don't know, as much as talk to each other somehow, you know, find out, you know, if I have something and somebody else needs it, you know, it's so easy. And if we do it all as a humanity, we can rearrange resources, we can rearrange everything, you know, my financial resources, natural resources, we can share our knowledge, we can share our experience, every country has their own, you know, experience and, and so much more. And yeah, this is, this would be the creative society if we just together for the sake of all of us, not just like in a consumer format, you know, one person as a consumer, he just consumes, you know, he's focused on what he can get. And in the creative society, yeah, we will focus on what we can give, you know, what we can offer the society, what we can do for the benefit of all the society. And if everybody lives like this, if everybody's focused on what he can give, how he can take care of everybody else, it's just what a wonderful word it would be. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that difficult. And going back to that's why I liked yoga. Like I said, going back to the leaning, it means union. And, mm -hmm. it's not, um, and it's not you it's union with yourself and union with every single um, um human being every form of nature and at the heart of it is respect if you respect mm -hmm. yourself and you respect others it will change your behavior to everything rather than abundance and we, we focus on what we want rather than mm -hmm. what we need I really just two small words well uh, words and they fundamentally change our behavior and well peace just on those the need and want yeah absolutely thank you so much and we already mentioned before that we are now at the informational stage with the creative society project and one of the ways to spread the word and share the information with other people are exactly these type of broadcasts and during these broadcasts we use the rule of six handshakes which is the theory that all people in the world are connected through five connections or even less and as a part of this theory and our tradition on these broadcasts, we would like to ask you, who do you want to see from your maybe relatives or friends or acquaintances on our next broadcast to share their vision about the Creative Society? I put the feelers out to lots of different people. I think there'd be, uh, there's some amazing people that I know that would be fantastic on this forum that share our beliefs of being, you know, decent people. And um, I'm waiting for them to come back. So watch this space. <laughs> Anne and Anna, I think there's going to be some more wonderful people coming in and, ju and just sharing core messages. And I think they'll be very, very keen to do so. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Yes, we are waiting all of them and uh, also inviting you to be as a co-host maybe if you would like so and take my place or Anna's place and so it would be just wonderful to have this conversation with uh, many more people and make more new friends around the whole world. So thank you so much, Kam, for that and I'd like to remind our viewers to join Creative Society Project on Alachia International Public Movement, please visit our website, alachiaunites.com, where you will see the red button, join us. And all you need is to register and complete the short and easy form. And the volunteers of Alachia International Public Movement will contact you. So you also can choose the language here if you speak any other language. And it's very easy and so please anybody want to join this project or have opinion about great society or would like just to participate as a host or co-host or maybe help us with technical support please join this website and let's build this beautiful world we all deserve to live in all together as one big human family so, yes. <laughs> thank you so much uh, come for everything for such enriching and amazing inspiring conversation today it's just been wonderful and also very informative because as we spoke today about education is really important and if you look on every single perception and aspects around it it's a key for all our world <laughs> stable secure moral basically <laughs> thank it's been you so fantastic. much it's been fantastic thank you very much for having me on this really important forum and thank uh, you yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I would also like to thank for me for because everything you've described, you know, we're asking these questions to share your vision about the creative society. And it's just so joyful to once again, <laughs> see how we all have this in common, you know, these values, these basic human values. There's something, you know, inside that is the same for all of us and that we all share. It's just so wonderful to feel it and see it, but we are united. We're all united by it. And I would like to add that this project, the project of Creative Society, it has already united and it inspired millions of people all over the world. And this number is growing every day because, because we all want this. We all want this world, the happy you know, the wonderful, the harmonious, the perfect world. And we all want to live there safe and happy and peaceful, regardless of our age or nationality or religion, you know, or whatever else, you know, we consider as differences and pay any attention to it. It doesn't matter. We all want the same things. And by joining our efforts, as we've discussed today, we can build such a society so much faster and make it a reality, not like in 20 years, 50 years, 100 years. No, just in a couple of years. It's going to be a matter of years if we really, all of us, join together in any way we can. There is no small or big way you know, of participation or something. Any way, even tiniest effort is going to bring us so much closer to our common goal. Thank you so much, Cam, for being with us today. And we thank our viewers. And <laughs> yes, thank let's build you. such a wonderful world together. <laughs> let's, absolutely. Thank you very much. It's been a real honor and it's been fun. <laughs> we wish you all the best. We wish you all the luck and your path as well. Let's stay connected and uh, together we can do it all. Thank you so much and uh, see you next time. So bye for now. Thank bye. you. Bye. unprecedented event of present history initiative that comes from people around the world main project of humanity
people stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth Join the entire humanity and spread the message.